Hello again, ladies and gents. Welcome to the second video slash podcast of this Richard and John uh, series. And we're going to jump straight in. And this video is going to focus on medieval life and in particular, the feudal system. So uh, here we go. Uh, remember, uh, when we're when you're doing your Rich and John topic, there are actually three different focuses, three different areas you need to be aware of. One, of course, is the reign of Richard. Okay, what happened during his reign, why it's significant, the importance of it. Um, you know, John's reign as well, the significance of that, the importance of it, all the different events, everything that happened, and also um, medieval life. So how were people living in 1189 to 1216 uh, during our course okay and that's what this video focuses on it focuses on the everyday lives of people living in England during that time so here we go before we get into that however you do need to know some key language now sadly for the Rich and John course there is lots of different or there are lots of different key terms that you need to know and this is important folks because they could well come up in in the you know in the wording of, of an exam question but also if you are naturally including them in your exam answers then you are picking up marks particularly in that 16 mark question as part of the spelling punctuation grammar technical language part uh, the four marks at the end so I'm just going to quickly race through these um, obviously if you're watching this on the video you have it in front of you you'll be able to pause and, and sort of go over them uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast version um, I'm just going to talk through some some key terminology so so bear with me so firstly is uh, the feudal system now the feudal system is the way people lived it was the it's the structure of society okay that's what the feudal system means um, it, it's it's the system by which people live with the king on top and the peasants at the bottom knights tenants and chief barons in the middle all right, so that's the feudal system. I'm going to go over that in far more detail in a moment, but that's what it refers to, okay? The act of paying homage is a formal public acknowledgement of your feudal alliance. So it was literally a public sort of ceremony where, you know, you'd probably get down on your knees and you'd swear allegiance to somebody uh, by which you are accepting them as your lord and acknowledging that you are underneath them or subservient to them on the within the feudal system a lord is a person uh, from whom a land holding or manor was held so a lord is somebody higher up on the feudal system so if you had a lord it's just acknowledging that he's further up this feudal system than you and uh, you are his vassal so a vassal is somebody in feudal times who received protection and land from a lord in return for their allegiance all right so when you pay homage to somebody and acknowledge somebody as your lord you become their vassal all right and that's very important folks because you know during john's reign for example um he pays homage to philip for his lands in france france becoming his vassal and therefore giving giving uh, uh philip legal right to attack him later on ransom of course is to pay money for the release of a captive again very important because during our reign during our course of course richard gets uh captured and uh, the ransom costs the country an absolutely obscene amount of money uh, free men refers to peasants uh, in the middle ages that um, earned money basically so they had the freedom to move around and do what they wanted 
A villain or a villain, but particularly a villain, is a term used to denote or, or to, to represent a, a peasant uh, who was tied to the land. So they weren't slaves per se, um, and that's because they were rarely mistreated by their lords, or there isn't that much evidence for that, but they were tied to land. They couldn't just move around as they wanted. They weren't paid uh, money per se. They were paid in, in goods. They had to work the land and give a proportion of their goods to their lord. A cotter or a cottier is a term for a tenant, so somebody that's renting land from a farmer or a landlord. And finally, the royal domain is sort of spent, spelt weird, as you, as you can see, D-E-M-E-S-N-E, -E -E, the dimension, but actually it's pronounced royal domain. And that's the land, the area that was directly owned by the king. So it gave him a little bit of sort of money, extra money really for him to do as he wanted. Okay, the feudal system itself then, often depicted as a pyramid, and that's because it relates to the number of people in each step. So obviously we've got peasants at the bottom there, then knights, then tenants-in-chief, and then the king on top. And that's because peasants make the base because there are more of them, and actually there's only one king. It's also a sort of power system. So the further up the, the, the pyramid you go, the more power and more land that you have. All right. So English society in 1189 was organized around a set of relationships known as the feudal system. The feudal system was all focused and centered upon land and land holding. All land belonged to the king. All right. Everyone from the richest and poorest held uh, his land from the king, either directly as a tenant in chief, so somebody that, that, that um, owns land and then rents, you know, further or little proportions of their land to, to knights and to, to villains further down the chain or indirectly as as a tenant all right and in return for land tenants made important promises to the king or their tenant-in-chief land would revert to the lord if the tenant was convicted of any crime and that was known as a forfeiture all right so the the tenants in chief um had to be honorable all right they they lords had the ability to take the land off them at any point all right tenants would forfeit their lands to, uh, to uh, forfeit their rights to the land if the king thought they were guilty of doing any wrongdoing so the king is all powerful the king can distribute the land how he wants he can pass it to who he wants and he can take it off them when he wants and actually you know one of the um Ways that we evaluate how good a medieval king is how well he uses this system. So how well does he use the feudal system to um, pass land to uh, the correct barons, the correct knights, uh, you know, guys that are going to do a good job for him, all right? The other side of this, of course, is that the king distributes land, Barons are the sort of most important knights. They would have even larger land, and they would then pass a proportion of their land to lesser knights, okay? But knights, this made knights important. This made barons powerful. That's what I'm trying to say, guys, because they had their own people on their own land. They had their own weapons, and they had their own armies. So it meant that the king had to keep his barons happy because the barons had the power within this system, if they didn't like their king, to revolt or rebel, all right? So even though technically the king could take land and armies away from their barons, um, 
often uh, knights and peasants uh, swore their allegiance to their baron first and, you know, would, would stand up for the baron if he refused to give that land back. Now, I might be going a little off topic here, but essentially I'm just sort of letting you know that this is the case uh, because it happens later on during um, uh, John's reign during the First Baron's War. So this is the feudal system with the peasants at the bottom, the king at the top, knights and tenants in chief in the middle. It was based around land. The king distributed land to his barons. The barons then distributed parts of their lands to their knights or under tenants, and they then distributed lands to villeins who had peasants and serfs working on it. It was all about land. The king was all powerful. He distributed the land how he wanted, okay, but... Because of this, it made barons extremely powerful, they had their own armies, and it meant that if the king did not keep them happy, like John fails to do, okay, it means that the barons have the power to attack him back. Okay, folks, I think that'll do for this video. So just some key terms and then uh, the feudal system. The next video um, slash podcast, we will go over, you know, sort of uh, the, the more finer details of this system and looking at the actual role of peasants and knights within it, uh, peasant service and knight service. I hope that's been useful, ladies and gentlemen. As always, keep working hard and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.